the small business sessions with Enterprise Nation. I'm your host, Emily Chiswell, and this is just one of the ways that we showcase the absolute brilliance of our members. At the same time, kind of hoping to give you an excuse to switch your mind off, maybe even just give you a bit of background noise uh, in your working day, take a bit of time out and get some inspiration from someone else who's there and doing this at the very same time. This week in our small business session, Enterprise Nation member Genevieve Sweeney. We run trade missions for small businesses and Genevieve actually came on our recent one to Berlin. She's a lady on a mission. She's dusting off the cobwebs from a traditional industry in this country that's had probably fair to say, a pretty tough time of late, and breathing new big gulps of fresh air into UK-produced knitwear. Genevieve, tell me, in a nutshell, if I'm sitting next to you at you know, a party or a bump into you in the street and you're trying to tell me what your business is, a couple of sentences, what is it? So it's premium British knitwear for women's wear and men's wear. Everything's manufactured in the UK, um, so supporting the British knitwear industry, as well as doing, you know, a beautiful fashion collection. Amazing. Nutshell. As simple <laughs> as that. It's like you practised it or something. <laughs> um, so tell me, is your background in design and knitting and textiles, is that your kind of training? Yeah, so I've always worked in knitwear, uh, from design, development to production. Um, so I've worked for kind of a range of high-end luxury brands and have kind of always kind of done those three things and knitted ever since the age of five. So it's kind of... I haven't really done anything else. Amazing, <laughs> since the age of five. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. Um, been a, it was, you know, a big hobby. And then when I realised there was an actual job and you can go and do a degree in it, my path kind of j- just led on from then. Yeah, so that's great. So it's literally clear as a bell that's what you always wanted to do. Yeah, pretty much. Brilliant. Yeah. I love it, especially <laughs> with something like that. It's just like, yes, great that you knew you could make a career out of it. Yeah. Um, so give us a little potted history of how your business has developed, like how it started and up to where we are now. So I, well, from working in the industry, I've always manufactured in China, Turkey, Italy, and, you know, they all have their kind of great qualities about it. But um, when I moved back to England, I started buying old machinery and restoring them. And from that, I, I met this kind of amazing network of knitters that had been out of the industry for 20 years since all the factories closed down and the industry started falling. So whilst kind of buying these machines, I also started doing projects with them and getting them back into knitting and um, knitting kind of more contemporary things because their taste was very 80s. Just need to have a little bit of a freshen up, ladies. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it kind of went on from then. And after about a year, I realised I had a collection and, you know, some really amazing people to work with. So it took about 18 months and for me to finally get the courage to quit my job and do it full time. And then pretty much launched and seven months later I'm here. So That is amazing. So it's still pretty new. Yeah, yeah, it's still quite new. It feels like a lot's happened, but the time has gone quite quickly. I know, exactly. It's always the way with things like that. You're like, I can't quite get a measure of it. Yeah. Um, But so it's quite interesting. You were working full time then for a while before you actually sort of in inverted commas launched it. Is that kind of how how you manage the start of it? Yeah, I had I had a studio with all my machines in. Um, so kind of every evening and weekend I would go there. Um, and so it was still kind of like the extension of like my passion and my hobby. But then it became, you know, part of a job and a, a brand as well. It swaps over, I guess, doesn't it? It makes a bit of a transition yeah, yeah. into what takes the prominence. Um, so what have you found um, has been the biggest challenge? I guess you're doing all this yourself. You know, what, what's been the biggest sort of lesson that you've come up against um, I guess brand awareness, kind of how long that takes to kind of really start building traction. 
Um, I probably in hindsight should have started my Instagram page. Oh God, Instagram, (laughs) the bane of every small business's life, either Instagram or Twitter, isn't it? Exactly. Um, And then I guess uh, cash flow with the fashion industry, you know, you kind of have to wait for payments from stores, especially when you're new and you have to do sale or return. And it's, I guess you need that, you know, a year of trading to have a bit of savings for those kind of quieter times. But um, yeah, that's been quite a lesson to think ahead, really, and not kind of be reactive um, all the time. Yeah, it's difficult balance, though, isn't it? Because a lot of the time when you're building your business, it does need to have that reactive element. It's kind yeah. of all the while you sort of feel like you're contradicting yourself a bit. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's good to test things as well, I guess. Um, I've done like trade shows and pop ups and things and I, you know, I did react and put money into it, but I've learned amazing lessons from it. So I can really build on from that as well. Yeah, sort of honing it as you go, I yeah. guess. So is it just you that's creating all of the stuff now? Is it just you or do you have still a team of people? Well, I design and run the, the company, um, but I have kind of small family run mills I work very closely with that do my production. Um, but then some things I do make the production myself in my studio. Uh, so it kind of depends on the style. That's so cool. And that's all come from a network built by just connecting with people when you were looking for stuff. Yeah, yeah. And some things were, you know, like someone's granddad or someone's uncle. It's kind of... I love um, it. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And some of the families I work with, if, you know, I had um, a huge production they could call in their whole family to come and work, which is just amazing. Oh, gosh, I feel like you're just like this big extended family of generally just Genevieve's crew. It's yeah. just like, it's pretty lovely. Yeah, and it is, it is really rewarding as well to, you know, give them back work into something that they're, you know, really passionate about. Yeah, no, I can imagine that, especially as people at that stage in life. There's something lovely about that. Yeah. Um, sweet, tell me, how's Enterprise Nation been involved in the development of your business? Um, I've been to a lot of seminars and kind of workshops also kind of across the country. There's one in um, Bradford and me, my husband just kind of jumped in the car and drove up to go to one about social media. Oh, amazing. Um, just ca- casually over yeah. Tuesday night. That's dedication, my yeah. love. <laughs> Impressed. Um, yes, that's great. And then there's a fashion seminar, which was amazing with like buyers and press. And that was you know really great to actually hear people in the industry speak to, which... You know, I, I, my background is design and production. I don't really know that side. So it's it's great to kind of learn and get advice from them as well. Yeah, was it one of the exchange series events? Yes, it was. Yeah, in. they're great. And they just dedicated to what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing, yeah. Oh, great. And also that's kind of made me think as well, just go back to the challenges things, that whole side of things. You know, you're talking about setting up your Instagram page, but is that something that you are you found that you've self-taught? You know, you're talking about the social media and stuff. Is that kind of your attitude to how you're how you're managing this stuff? Yeah, it's kind of, um, I guess, it was a bit of trial and error at the beginning, kind of working out what people responded to. But then, you know, I kind of just really got into it and really love doing the Instagram. Um, also, with a brand like yours and the little that I know, that lends itself so wonderfully to that kind of medium, doesn't it? Yeah, just really visual yeah. and kind of showing how something is made. and The um, process of it. Yeah, the stuff. process, yeah. Yeah, wicked. Um, what advice do you wish that you'd been given when you started out? Like, what are there any nuggets that you wish someone had passed on to you before you embarked on your own adventure? Um, I think networking and kind of how important speaking to not just your peers, but people um, like mentors, finding different mentors in different sectors um, that can help you. Um, just yeah just speaking to other people that have been through something similar even if it's a completely different you know job or brand or product um 
it's just great to kind of speak to other people and um, see what they've gone through and just learn from from that. Yeah, it's such good advice. I always feel like networking, we need to invent a nicer name. You know, because yeah, it's exactly. like networking is like, ugh. It's like awkward glass of wine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> networking can be really fun, just general conversations. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so the question that we're trying to round all of our chats off this series with is, if you were stranded on a desert island, which entrepreneur would you like to be stranded there with? Um, I'm a bit obsessed with Richard Branson at the moment. I've got a feeling <laughs> that most people are going to be saying this. Yeah, I'm reading um, his one, one of his books at the moment. Which one is it? Um, Business Strip Bear. So the adventures of a global entrepreneur. Awesome. And it's just really, really inspiring. Yeah, it's just amazing. Just the stuff that he's done um, kind of in all his businesses and how many businesses are within Virgin. But then also his like passion for extreme sports and stuff like that. It's just, yeah, it's mind blowing. <laughs> Extraordinary man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely but someone who's handy to be on a desert island as well, probably. Yeah, exactly. Because he'd be like resourceful with like, I don't know, making palm tree boats or such yeah. things. <laughs> he could swim to his other island as well. Well, exactly. He's got that sorted. <laughs> We've got it all worked out, haven't we? Definitely a handy person to have around indeed. Thanks so much for joining us for this little dip into the small business sessions. If you run a brilliant small business, by the way, and want to feature on one of these, then head to our website, enterprisenation.com, and you can find out a bit more about who we are and what we're up to. This is just one of the benefits of being a member with us, as well as hordes of others, depending on what sort of membership is going to suit you best, really. Expert business advice, brilliant event meetups, exclusive discounts, there's ebooks up there as well, a whole load of different different bits and pieces enterprisenation.com and don't forget you can subscribe to us on itunes too just search the small business sessions and we should pop up right in front of your eyes next week from lawyer to perfume maker sure as you do usual career path that's the business that we're chatting to so make sure you join us then 